Hey folks, hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin here. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant. Happy 4th. Today is the 4th of July here. If you're on my Instagram right now, you're looking at my view. Okay. And tonight we're going to talk about the number one rule when manifesting. Okay. The number one rule when you're manifesting your dreams. And listen here, folks, I had a tough time with this early on when I was learning and educating myself on how to manifest my dreams. And I want to share my mistakes with you so you don't make the same mistakes so you can manifest sooner than later. Make sense? So. Once again, happy 4th of July. It's officially the 4th. It's 12 a.m. Tuesday, midnight here in Houston, Texas here. And I'm glad to have you aboard on the podcast here where we talk about success. We talk about financial abundance. We talk about how to manifest our dreams. But more importantly, I give all of you the opportunity to have a conversation with me who is a multimillionaire, of course, and to pick my brain a little bit, right? To have some dialogue with me. Many people die not having a deep conversation with a millionaire here. And I am committed and I'm dedicated to share my philosophy and share my ideology with the world. Okay. So go ahead and come to names here below, folks. I'm Wesley Virgin. I'm a self-made millionaire here out of Houston, Texas here. Uh, give me a second. Clean my camera a bit. I'm currently worth over $40 million. I'm in the digital marketing space. And I live a fantastic life. Okay. And I go live every single night. As now, like now, talking to you. Talking to men and women around the world to share and educate you about how to be successful, how to understand some of the new technologies to be successful, but more important, really how to understand the mindset of success. Listen, if your mind is not primed for success, you'll never be successful. I know many people who have worked hard and they have died poor. I know many people who have just really busted their ass, honestly. And they are not rich, right? Because there's a science to get rich, okay? It's a science to manifest the money, to bring in the abundance in your life. And that's what I talk about. And unfortunately, this topic is not so popular. You may find videos on YouTube, but unfortunately, the world tells you to go to school, go to a university, Spend hundreds of thousands of dollars for a four-year degree, master's degree, PhD, and to go work for other people. Okay, But I'm not here to teach you to do that. I'm here to explain to you that you can be self-reliant, that you can be sovereign, that you can utilize this capitalistic system here that's available to all of us to get freaking rich. Okay, So go ahead and put your names below here. Let me give, hey, Gabriel, how are you from Costa Rica here? Let me give all of you a shout out here. 
We have Helena from Nice, from France. Oh, I've been to Nice. I love Nice. Uh, we have Elizabeth. How are you? We have the real Brian. See? We have Robin. How are you? Comment your names below, folks. Let me give you a shout out. Let me let you know that I'm here. And also, take notes. This is a rant, which means I'm very unapologetic. I mean, listen, if you don't like colorful language, such as fuck, I mean, then lead a fucking video, okay? I'm going to be my true self on these rants. I'm always my true self. So don't criticize me. Don't critique me about what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. If you don't like it, get the fuck off, right? I'm here to help, but I'm here to be very genuine with you to help you succeed in life, okay? Hey, Lucas, how are you? Hey, Sean from Virginia. Jordy, how are you? We have Winter from the Bay Area here. Uh, also, Emmanuel from Houston, Texas. Hey, Ray. We have Tish from Houston. Houston is in the building here. I love it. Crystal from New York City. And uh, we have Melina. Melina. Um, also, we have Millionaire Mine. Mr. Adrian Wilson from St. Louis. Uh, Vida Kachika. How are you? Sel. Sully Murphy from Brazil. Rio. JB Derry from Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, how are you? Uh, we have Kenny Love. We have Delarius from New Jersey here. Raheem from California. Well, Obini from Nigeria. Let's go. Happy Fourth to you as well. All right, you're in Hawaii. I love it. We have Williams also from Nigeria on a mission. How are you, sir? Frank from Florida is in the house. It's in the building here tonight. Hey, Donald from Nigeria. All my Nigerians are here tonight. I love it. India. And Luke from Trinidad. Also, Round B, Black American Goddess, Michelle, Euros, how are you? Karina, how are you? What's going on? I'm doing very well. Hector, what's up, man? How are you, man? Valentina, okay. We have Hunter, Ray, Mun. We have Raymond as well. All right, so let's get into it here. So I'm going to... Assume that many of you or all of you know what manifesting is, right? Manifesting is basically having a thought and taking that thought that's in your mind and making it real, making it physical. That's it. Whatever you're thinking about, we want what we're thinking about to be transmuted into something that's physical, right? That's what manifestation is, okay? But tonight I want to give you the number one rule about manifesting your dreams. This is important. And unfortunately, many people do this. Like, well, when I'm saying they do this, they they don't follow the rule, which is preventing them from manifesting what they want because they're not following the number one rule. And I didn't learn this rule until maybe my early 30s, because at the age of like 26, 27, this is when I started to read books about manifesting dreams, understanding the mind like a book by the name of The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. Great book. Read it. I read books like Cycle Cybernetics by Maxwell Mox, uh, Maxwell, 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 Mo wait, Maxwell Maltz. Books like Think and Grow Rich. Right. I was reading a lot of um, books as it relates to the brain and the mind. Okay. 
And I realized I was I was disloyal to the number one rule, which I didn't know. So I want to share with you and I want you to write this down. Okay. Now, listen, and we all do this. You know, we have the tendency of doing this because, you know, when you have a goal and a dream, you're excited about it, obviously. Right. How many of you are excited about your dreams and your goals? Comment below. All right. How many of you are excited about your dreams, your goals, your wants, your desires? Right. Everybody, obviously. Right. But maybe over 90 percent of you you're having a tough time. Actually manifesting those things. OK, so write this down. The number one rule, and I mean the number one rule when manifesting anything that you want or desire is. Don't tell nobody. Okay. Don't 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 tell anyone. I remember and I want every I want you to write that down. Don't tell nobody. Okay? Don't tell anyone about your dreams, about the things that you want. And let me explain. I remember at the age of twenty one when I made a decision that I was going to be rich. Okay. I, I, you know, I was, I had lost my job. Many of you already know this story. If you've heard it before, listen up again. I was fired from a job that I love to life. Okay. And, you know, at that time when I was working, I had no inclination that I would want to make a ton of money and be successful. I just wanted to do what I love and make money and climb that corporate ladder. Honestly, I was a computer technician. I was working for a car dealership here in Houston, Texas. And I just wanted to climb the corporate ladder, man. Because I love what I do. But when I was fired, that was the day at the age of 21. I made a decision that I had to do something different. Okay. I was like, well, I got to do something different because, you know, I was making 15 bucks an hour. And I know what you're thinking. I was balling out of control. I was. 15 bucks an hour was a lot of money back then. You know, I was just driving my Ford Explorer. I had TV screens and the headrest. That's back in the day when I was a little bit low-key, little ghetto. <laughs> I had two 12s in the back, basin, just bumping tearing up my trunk and my eardrums and I was fired okay I was terminated and that day I said you know what mm -mm. I'm gonna be rich so as these years progress I would tell people tell my parents hey 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 mom dad I'm gonna be rich I'm gonna I'm gonna be a millionaire and let me tell you something, you know, just the disbelief on their faces was just on everybody. I told my friends, they're like, Wesley, oh, you're going to be rich. Oh, okay. Well, oh, okay. You know, when people, they talk to you in a very condescending way, it's like they're saying, oh, okay, we're happy for you. But they said it in a way that they, that you know, they don't believe you. 
But yeah, that was happening to me. People didn't believe in my dreams. How many of you can relate? Be honest. You know, one thing about when you have a dream, a big dream, something that you really want to do, something that you're excited about, you get excited and you want to tell people, right? No one wants to hold excitement inside. It's like when I had my my first child, I want to tell everybody. When I had my baby boy, I want to tell everybody, right? You, you're getting married, you want to tell everybody. Well, you know, I was getting ready to start a business, so I wanted to tell everybody. But everybody wasn't on the same page as Wesley Virgin. Okay? Can you relate? Be honest. And even though we all have the tendency to share good news and dreams that we want, but what you don't understand about people, and this is what you really need to really listen to me on this one, okay? You got to understand people very well, because if you don't, you're going you're gonna to have a very, very difficult time navigating the world. Even though you want people to agree with you, you want people to celebrate you, you want people to be happy for you, especially the ones that are close to you, especially the ones that you love, that love you and you love them. What you have to understand is the reality of most people is... Average. Most people's reality is mediocre, normal, regular. Okay? The reality of most people is they make under $100,000 a year. The reality of most people is they work 8, 10, 12 hours a day. The reality of most people is they get paid every two weeks. They get the direct deposit. Maybe every week, maybe every month. The reality of most people, they get off at 5, get off at 11 o'clock, and they go home. They go back to work to do it again. Okay? So what you don't understand is when you tell people, oh, I'm going to start this brand new business. I have this brand new opportunity I want to get in. And I think it's going to be the thing. You're you're disturbing the people that you're sharing this news with, you're, you're disturbing their current reality. Okay? Does that make sense? Like you're disturbing it because it doesn't fit within their reality. And that's why you're getting pushed back. Okay? That's why you get the, you better be careful. You know, you ever, you ever told the person what you want to do? Well, you better be careful about that thing. You know, they say, about people that go into that thing, they lose a lot of money. Well, you can't believe everything you see on the internet. You can't believe everybody. You can't go to all these different seminars, right? Well, how are you going to start that business? You don't have any money. You just borrowed money from me. You need to just get a job, take care of your family, take care of your kids, right? You need to get stable. So these people, because you're disrupting their reality, they want to keep you in their reality. And their reality is just how they see you. You have to understand something about people. People that are close to you see you as the you now. They don't see you 
as the person that you want to be. Okay. They see you as the person who you are right now. Kind of get an amen. Does that make sense, everyone? All right. So far, are you with me? Give me a thumbs up. This is very important. You have to really remember this, especially when you get excited about your dreams and you start making vision boards and you start writing down your dreams and start writing on the mirror. I'm a millionaire. I'm successful. Because when people start to come to your house, they're going to see it. They're going to be like, well, what's going on? What is all this book? What is all this junk you got on your... Well, why you got this on your... What is this? Girl, you're not going to get a Bentley. You're not going to get a Rolls Royce. No. You're not getting this stuff. What are you talking about? You don't even have a car. How are you going to get a Bentley? You got to get a house first. Got to get a job first. Okay. Another reason why you should not share your dreams and goals with people is because people are very influential. Okay. Got to understand that. I know some of you think that, oh, no, their negative words don't affect me. What they say doesn't affect me. This is what I want you to understand because you're just being ignorant. Every, when you're around people and you're having conversations with people that you love, that you're close to, it all affects you. Just because you're not aware of it consciously doesn't mean that it's not affecting you unconsciously. Does that make sense? So, what you have to understand about manifesting is you cannot afford to have any negative energy when you're trying to believe in something that you still have doubt about. Are you with me? Let me say it again. Because I know some of you still not going to get it. You know, you're going to waste another five years of your life not manifesting anything. People, the people that are around you right now, Think about them. Put a picture in your mind of who these people are. What I want you to understand is they are very influential in your life. They are influencing you, which means is what they say. It matters. And if you think it doesn't affect you, it does. If a person tell you, why are you doing that? You shouldn't be doing that. You got to be careful because some people would talk to you very sincerely. Can I get an amen? Listen, I remember my parents one time. They said, Wesley, they're very sincere. Wesley, I know you want to be a million. I know you want to be. But don't you think you just need to get a job? I mean, you're making good money as a computer engineer. Why don't you just go back? And they were very sincere, Right? When they were sharing that with me because they love me as their son. And they don't want their son struggling financially. And they said, we're just being sincere. Wes. Just go back to work. Okay, just make some money first. Then when you make some money, then go try to be an entrepreneur. Don't you think that's what you should do? And, you know, a lot of you would have said, well, yeah, I guess... I guess mama, I guess dad, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. 
Because they would say things like, Wesley, you got children now. It's just not you. And they would talk in a voice like this. You know, that sincere voice. You know, you got kids. I know you want to be an entrepreneur, but your kids are going to suffer. You need to make some money, son. How many of you have ever had that type of conversation with a person? You know, they tell you about everything you're trying to do because it's been years since you've been you trying to manifest money and manifest your dreams and trying to get the opportunities to work and people to watch you and they just worried about you. How many of you ever got a call from a friend, your mom and dad, or somebody you love and say, you know, I'm worried about you. I'm worried about her. Tamisha, I'm worried about you, Tamisha. What are you doing? What are you doing? You need to get a job. You go on a seminar, the seminar, reading all these books, listen to all these people on the internet. What are you doing? I know you want to run a business, but you got bills right now. How many of you? Come on, be honest. How many of you have ever had a conversation like that with someone that is so sincere and they are trying to give you advice to convince you to stand down from your dreams, just, just for a second. You can always go back to the dream, but you need to work right now. You need to make some money, everybody. But this is what I wanna tell you. And this is why you're here right now in this moment with me. Just because a person is sincere doesn't mean they're right. They can be sincere and they can be sincerely wrong. Okay? They can have compassion for you and you can tell they care. But what you have to understand, I'm here to tell you, they don't understand your new reality. They don't know. They don't understand it. And I know you want them to understand it. Because that's why you're communicating to them what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. But what you have to understand is the day that you have a dream that you're very committed to, there is a separation that is created. It's like a gap. There's a gap between where you are and where they are. Does that make sense? The day you decide to be very committed to your dreams, your desires, and the things that you want, there's a gap with a bunch of people that's around you. Because you got to remember something. These people are just like you. Okay? Does that make sense? The people that are around you, they're just like you. They go to the same places you go. They eat at the same restaurants you eat at. They vacation the same way. They drive the same cars as you. They stay in the same apartments just like you. They make about the same money as you. You dress the same. You talk the same. But as soon as you get committed to a dream a desire or a goal, there's a separation that happens with the two realities. Okay? You got to know that. Which means that you can know more. Your language changes. At that moment, they will no, they will no longer understand your language. Okay? It's almost like they're speaking English, but now you're speaking French. Okay? 
or they're speaking English and now you're speaking Portuguese. You want them to understand you. You want them to hear you out. But they can't. Because all they know is English. You got to realize, you know, some people, all they understand is struggle. <laughs> That's it. That's all they understand. Struggle. Struggle. Hard times. Suffering. Stress. Impatience. Procrastination. Losing mentality. Excusitis. That's, that's, that's the language. That, that's all they understand. They don't understand anything else. Okay. Nine to five job. Waiting on a paycheck every two weeks. Okay. Sit. That's all they understand. So when you start talking about this millions of dollars, success and Rolls Royces and penthouses and traveling first class around the world, you're like, what? Man, what you talking about? Get your head out the car. What are you talking about? Get out of here. Be realistic. What are you talking about, man? When you start talking about you're going to be in gated communities. Gated communities? What you talking about? The only gated community you're going to be in is an apartment complex that you put that little card in. Or you put that little code in. 1122. What's the gate code? 1122. Let me in. That's the only code you're going to be familiar with. Right? <laughs> listen. You cannot. Listen to me, please. You cannot share your dream with anyone. Now, you can share with me. You can share with people who are already where you want to be. But many of us don't have that opportunity to be around people who are like myself or who are wealthy and rich and living their dreams. Okay. Folks, I spent a lot of time by myself alone. Because, see, I learned the hard way because I was telling everybody my dreams. And I stopped. And not only did I stop telling people my dreams and the things that I was going to do, I stopped talking to them. Okay? How many of you... At this point right now in your life, you feel alone. Because it seems like no one understands you, right? Because everybody is trying to put you back where you used to be. You know, everybody wants you to go back to the old life. You know, working a job. Go back to school, get your education. Right? How many of you feel that you're just alone? It's like you're in this world all by yourself. You know? You got these big dreams, these big hopes. And you desire change. And it feels like no one understands you. Well, what I want you to understand is this. If you feel lonely, if you feel that you're by yourself, you're in the right place at the right time. Let me tell you something. Listen, let me say that one more time. If you're feeling that nobody that you used to be with, that you used to hang around, that you used to ha-ha and kiki and laugh with all the time, 
you know, that you used to go out on the weekends with, if you find yourself a little bit different as you don't want to do some of the things that they do, that you used to do, you don't want to hang at the same places, you don't want to talk the same type of language, listen, you're in the right place at the right time. Okay? You're like, when, listen, listen here. You are at the right place at the right time. Like you're in the perfect place in your life and you're moving towards the achievement of the dream. And you know what's very unfortunate? Most people, when they get to that level, when they get very lonely, they just quit. They give up. Because who wants to be alone, right? <laughs> who wants to be by themselves, with themselves all day? Who wants to live in a, live in a world when no one understands them? You know, everybody's trying to talk them down. Like, don't do this. Don't do that. Be careful. Be cautious. Don't spend your money there. Don't invest your money. There. Don't listen to these people. In there. Don't, listen, don't go to that seminar. Be careful with your money. Be smart. <laughs> don't. Don't take that risk. Take calculated risk, right? But listen, if you feel that no one understands you right now because you have dreams that are just so big and they just, they're so astronomical that people, they would never comprehend what it is, you're in the right place at the right time. Okay. You hear me? You know, when people say, this is too good to be true. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's too good to be true, Wes. Come on. Come on. Good things don't happen to good people. Come on. No one's happy all the time. People used to tell me that. Come on, Wes, when are you sad? Because, <laughs> you know, I'm always excited. I'm always just happy. It is what it is. And people have the audacity to say, Wesley, whoa, I mean, are you sad sometimes? No one's, no one's happy all the time, Wesley. That's not realistic. And you know what I deal with these people? Put them in the trash can. <laughs> I just delete it, just remove them, just act like they don't exist because they don't get it. And I want you to understand something. Everybody that's around you that you know, because I know some of you got a bunch of friends. You do. You got a bunch of associates. You got people that you hang around with. Listen, these people will never understand the language of success. As a matter of fact, they don't even want to understand the language of success because they believe it's too good to be true. They believe that, you know, it's just not going to happen to a person like them, they're like, no, 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 I ain't gonna, man, I, I ain't no way I'm gonna make a million. Yeah, I hope I make a million. I mean, these people are hopers, okay? Does that make sense? Most people are hopers. You know what a hoper is? You ever met a person and say, you know, I hope, I hope things work out. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I, I tell people, I say, yeah, you know, you might make a million. I hope. Well, you know what? I, I believe it, everything's going to work out. I hope. Hope. Listen, 
I don't want to offend anyone, but I don't care if I do. But hoping is for losers. Losers hope. Okay? <laughs> I'm being honest with you here. Okay? Losers hope, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I hope everything works. I hope I make... I, I hope I get this... I hope I make some money on this... Nah. Losers hope. Hoping breeds doubt. Okay? Hoping breeds doubt. I want everybody to write this word down below. It's powerful. And it's very powerful. It's a very powerful word in the realm of manifestation. Okay? Expect. Write down that word, please. Write down the word expect. I expect. I expect to be rich. I expect to be healthy. I expect to be loved. I expect to be abundant. I expect to make money today. I expect to fulfill my dreams. I expect to realize my purpose. I expect to be an outstanding father, a mother, grandmother, grandfather. I expect to have things go my way. I expect to have what I want. I expect people to respond to me in a positive manner. Get it? Go ahead and write down down below. Write, write it down. Everything I just said, write it down. You late, write it down. Okay? Now, how does it feel to hope versus expect? Okay? It's like, go play a game, play a basketball game. Can you picture LeBron talking to his team, the Lakers, and saying, hey, guys, I hope we win. Okay? On three, hope. One, two, three. Hope we win. Nah. 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 Not the GOAT. Not the greatest of all time. LeBron James. He expects to win. Okay. That's his expectation. Every game he plays. Okay. And listen, you got to expect to win even when you don't win. So you have to learn how even when you don't win, you have to find a reason in that situation that you still won. You have to learn how to find how to win even when you lose. See, that's what's special about very exceptional people. Like me, I never lose. Okay. Like I never lose. Never. I always win. You may say, Wes, what you mean? No one. Oh, yeah. Listen. Look. LeBron James can play against Steph Curry and see how LeBron James lose. Okay. LeBron James is so smart and so intelligent. He'll talk to the guys in the locker room and say, oh, man, we lost. He'll stand up and say, hey. 
We didn't lose. We won. Well, how, LeBron? Did you see the scoreboard? We didn't win. And he said, did you play your best? Huh? Did you give it your all? Did you put in the work? Yes. Well, we, we winners then. See, you're a winner when you put it all on the line. Doesn't matter about the scoreboard, man. A lot of you, that's what you're looking at. You're looking at the scoreboard. You know, you're looking at your own personal scoreboard for your life. You're looking at your life, man, um, I don't see no accolades. I don't see any achievements. Nothing's happening. Did you give it your all? Now, if you didn't give it your all, if you didn't give it your best, then you're a loser. And you deserve to lose. And only you know if you gave it your all. Only you know if you gave it your absolute best. Does that make sense? Okay. It's not all about the scoreboard. Okay. It's not all about did you make a lot of money today? It's not all about <clears throat> did everything go your way today? Sometimes it's about how did you respond to all the pessimistic things that took place in your life. Like, how did you respond to the people that were arguing with you? How did you respond to the person that cut you off in the middle of the road when you were driving to work? How did you respond to your boss when he got pissed at you? How did you respond to your child when he when they pissed you off as well? How did you respond when you invested money, but it appeared that you lost money? How do you respond when you did a trade in Forex and you lost all the money. How do you respond when you put money in your stocks, on your stocks, and you lose? Okay? Sometimes winning is how you respond to losing. You see why I don't lose? I always win. It's in my DNA. Listen, folks, to close out, the number one rule of manifestation is just not to share with anyone. Keep it to yourself. No one needs to see your vision board because they're not going to be happy for you. Like Negative energy is very infectious, man. And it bothers you. It bothers everyone. It hurts. You know, I know people... You know, they try to act like they're resilient. Everybody, even myself. Oh, yeah, don't. They don't bother me. They don't bother me. You know, negative. Oh, it does. Oh, it does. It just does. You know, negative energy is very powerful, unfortunately. It does bother us. Even when we say it doesn't, it just does. If you made a vision board tonight of all the things you're going to do and all the things you're going to achieve and all the places you're going to go, and somebody came in your house and said, hey, what's this? Oh, this is my vision board. It's all the things I'm going to... Girl, you believe in that bullshit? <laughs> oh, the guy be like, man, dude, what the hell is this? Bro, are you kidding me right now? Bro, nah, you got to go work, man. What, what is this vision board thing? Bro, what? You're going to have a shelf? Bro, you're not going to have a shelf. You, you can't even afford your rent. Right? Does that make sense? They'll tease you and talk about you. And then you have some people, they'll tease you. And say, well, I was just joking. I was just playing around. Why are you so sensitive? Bullshit.
right? You got to be careful with those type of people, you know. You know the people say, well, I'm just playing around with you, you know. You know, the people that will berate you and talk about you and tease you. And then in two seconds, oh, you know, I'm just playing around with you. Yeah, yeah you'll do it. I'm just playing around. I'm just bullshitting, man. I'm just bull- nah, get that person, get them the fuck out of your life immediately. Get rid of them. Because they're using that as a way to criticize you. I'm just playing. They're not playing. Be serious. Some of your friends and some of the people that you're around, let me tell you something. They don't want you to make it. They do not. They don't want you to make it. Let me tell you why they don't want you to make it. Because if you make it, then they look like a dumbass. Like, can you imagine one of your friends making a million dollars and you still working at Taco Bell? Can you imagine one of your friends driving a Ferrari, a Lamborghini, and you still driving a Honda Accord? Can you imagine that growing up with a person and then seeing them later and they're succeeding and you're not? That's why they don't want you to make it because they don't want you to be better than them. They don't want you to look better than them. They don't want you to succeed. They don't want you to be better because then they're going to feel piss poor about them, about their life. They're going to be oh, man. Damn, what did they do? What did they do? What did they do? I don't get it. What did I do wrong? <laughs> like, no one wants to go through that torture. That's the worst type of torture. You know, seeing somebody that you know succeed. And I have a lot of those people that was in my life that try to come back in my life, but I don't let them back in. Let me tell you something. When I shut the door, I shut the motherfucking door. I had a lot of little friends, you know, back when I was broke or just making a little money. Yeah, and some of them, they try to come back in the door, but I don't let them in no more. Yeah, I don't even respond to their texts. You might think I'm a savage. You, mean, what's, you just mean. I don't even respond to their text. I respond to them when I want to respond to them. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Sometimes they send me a happy birthday, happy Father's Day. I don't respond because I don't have to. You might say, well, why not? Because I just don't have to. It's no obligation. Listen, I gave everybody an opportunity, especially when I was climbing the ladder of success. I gave everybody an opportunity to come with me, all of them, every friend I've ever had. I gave them the same opportunity because just like I'm talking to you, I was talking to them the same way. The only difference is I didn't have any money at that time, but I was talking the same talk, same activity, same sacrifices, same everything. But they chose to go their way. And I respect that. I said, okay, my guy, go your way. Do it the way you want to do it, you know, since I don't know anything. Because I didn't have anything at the time, so, you know, I mean, they couldn't see the results. But I just knew. I just knew the path I was going was going to lead to where I am today. And let me tell you something. When I say everybody, when I say every, listen, you're going to experience this too. I'm just letting you know what's going to happen everybody's going to reach out to you. Yeah, everybody you knew, everybody you used to know, even people in your childhood are going to come out of the... You're going to be like, where did you come from? Uncle Uncle Ray, Uncle Elroy? Where you come from? I haven't talked to you in 20 years. Oh, man, I was just in the, in the vicinity. What's going on, Wes? I heard you're doing big things. Imagine checking your DM. And you're getting a message from somebody you ain't talked to in 20 years. You're like, what? Oh, where's I see you doing your thing, my guy. 
I see that that's that that's let's hang out, man. We need to we need to catch up. No, we don't need to catch up. I don't respond to the DMs. None. Like old friends? None. Wes, we need to catch up. No, we don't need to catch up. Uh-uh. I'm not catching up. I got enough ketchup in the refrigerator. I got ketchup already, but I'm good. That ketchup is good on my fries. I don't need any more ketchup. Hey, Wes, what's going on, Wes? They see me in the airport. See me. Wes, man, how long has it been since high school? Man, I seen your videos, man. You know, I'm working on this thing too, man. We need to we need to hook up. I said, I mean, I don't tell them in their face, but let me tell you what I do. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, give me your number, man. Cut, 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 put it in there, delete it. You know, they don't see it, then I just leave. Never talk to them again. Now, you might think I'm a savage. That's me, Wes. That's me. No! I gave them an opportunity. I gave everybody an opportunity that knew me when I didn't have nothing. I gave them a chance. I gave them a choice. You can't choose to hang around me while I'm in my celebration phase, when I'm winning, no. Absolutely not. You don't get that access anymore. And I'm ruthless, which means is I cut you off forever. And you must say, forever, Wes? Yes, forever. And the reason why I cut them off forever, because we're two different people. And you're just going to annoy the shit out of me. Okay? And I don't want to be annoyed. I don't want to listen to your stories. I don't want to listen to what we did in the old days. I don't want to listen to what we did in college, what we did in high school, what we did in the neighborhood. I don't care. We're two different people. You're not speaking my language anymore. I'm speaking French. Sing full play. We, we. You're still speaking, you're still speaking broken English. I'm speaking French, baby. You hear me? Jamapel, Wesley. Okay, I'm I'm talking a whole new language. I don't understand what you're speaking no more. I don't speak that broken English and I don't know what you what? Sava? I'm speaking Portuguese, abrigado. Right? So there's just, it's no room for you. What I want you to understand, I'm talking to you now, big head. I want you to understand that most people that's in your life, you have no more room from them. So you don't need to tell them anything. Stop telling them about your dreams and your goals and what you're going to do. Stop telling them what you're going to buy, what you're going to, don't even tell them nothing. They're not going to get it. You understand they're not going to get it. What's going to happen is they're going to discourage you from your dreams because what you don't realize that in all your friends, even your parents, the people that you love most, there's a little you in them. And that old you that is in them is going to talk to you. Don't do it. Be careful. They're going to tease you. That's that doubt. You know, when I hear people say, well, how do I get rid of doubt? Get rid of the people. Because the people that's in your life are exacerbating the doubt. Does that make sense? Get around winners, baby. Get around people like Wesley Virgin. 
I'm going to say, you got this. I'm going to check you when I need to. I'm going to say, you fucking up. I might break you down a little bit, but I'm going to build you back up. Okay? But I'm going to encourage your dreams. Get around people. When they see you, their eyes open up in excitement. Okay? Get around people that are excited to see you. Get around people that are excited when you're around them. Get around people. The only thing that comes out of their mouth is positive vibes. Does that make sense? Okay? So listen, comment these words below. Keep it to yourself. Okay? Comment these words below, young people. Keep it to yourself. Okay? Keep it to yourself. Don't tell anybody. Let the action speak. Don't communicate your desires and dreams to other people. Keep it to yourself. Any questions for me, folks? Hey, if you got any value tonight, comment the word I got value. Comment the word if you got value. If you feel that you would like to share this rant tonight, share it, please. I'm asking you to do that. Or smash the like button a few times so I can see those little hearts, so I can feel loved. Right? I thank you for joining me here tonight. I want you to know that I care about you. That's why I do this. This is my purpose. This is my way of making my contribution to the world, helping people to understand that that it's more important to deal with the, the way that you think than what you do and how you do it. It's more important for you to understand that you have to manage your emotions. You have to go through a process of emotional regulation. Okay. There are rules and science to be rich and successful. The things you have to do, energy is very powerful. Negative energy is extremely powerful. Okay? Got to separate yourself from the negative energy. I don't care how much you love these people. I don't care if that person is your husband or your wife. If they're negative, they got to go. You hear me? Even if, I don't care if it's your wife. Your husband, your boo thing, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your side chick or your side dude. If they're negative, they got to go because they're going to ruin you. They're going to destroy you. Okay. Positive vibes only. Get around people that feel good. Get around people that when you see them, they smile. Get around people when you see them, they're walking with a purpose. Get around people that look good, smell good, walk good, talk good, communicate well. Get around those type of people. Okay? Any questions for me here? And thank you for all the shares, by the way, and all the comments below. I always appreciate that. Any questions about what I just spoke about or any questions about anything here? I'm here for you. So if you have questions for me, just comment below here. Okay? I'm looking at the questions below here. Okay. Any questions for me here? Hi, 
high energy, high income. I love it. <clears throat> Questions here. <sighs> I'm a little, I'm a little sleepy. I'm a little shapy. Let me see here. Questions for me, folks. Questions. Wes, did anyone take the opportunity to go to the top with you? No, they did not. Can you believe it? Let me tell you a story. I've had cousins, folks, that I was trying to take to the top. I've had first cousins that I was trying to take to the top. I was giving everybody advice. I was telling everybody what they should do. I remember going to family reunions and, hey, if you're going to do this, you better do this. You better do this because you're going to get old. You're 18 right now. Look at your mom. Look at your daddy. You want to live a life like that? Okay, then you pay attention. And the one thing about me, I was the cousin that I was the favorite cousin. Everybody liked Wesley, the cousins, the, lo, the, the young ones, right? Not the old ones. The young ones, right? The old ones thought I was silly and crazy. But the young ones was inspired by me because, well, I did the fuck what I wanted to do. And I was just a black sheep. And, you know, people just like a person that's a black sheep. Everybody likes a person that go against the grain. Everybody likes an outlier. It is what it is. And I was that guy. And I try to tell my young cousins, I remember just telling them, do this, do this, do this. Get serious about this. And what did they do? Nothing. They didn't do it. And look, and now look at their life now. All I'm saying is, look, the life that they have now, the life that a lot of my cousins have now is not the picture or the vision that they wanted. It's just the truth. I'm not saying that they're doing bad and they they homeless. All I'm saying is the life that they're currently living is probably not the life that they envision for themselves. And they would have just listened to Wesley Virgin 15 years ago when I was in the year. You know, maybe it was annoying, but I was telling you the truth because obviously it worked out for me. I'm the guy over here that's swimming in the money right now. And I don't give you access. I don't give none of them access to me. None. You lost. You missed it. Go find somebody else. See, I'm the same way with a woman. I will love a woman. I care about a woman. But the day that that woman lied to me, she is fucking gone. I don't care how pretty she is. I don't care how good she smell. I don't care how great she was. But if she lies about anything, she done. It's incorrigible. I'm the same way with people when it comes to my money and my success. It gave you an opportunity, man. Because I know the opportunity to be around a person like me is unique. Even if you don't feel it's unique, it is. It's very unique. And even at that time, 15 years ago, it was very unique. And none of them saw it. Even my best friends, my old best friends, they didn't see it. I told them. I had two best friends in my life. Made, what, three? Because one killed himself. So I had two that was living, that's still living today. They chose to go their own path. Tried to tell them, tried to get them involved. But they just didn't have what it took. So I had to let them go. And I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying that they homeless standing on the bridge. All I'm saying is the life that they're currently living is probably not the life that they envision for themselves. That's all I'm saying. 
probably not the vision they had. <laughs> I'm not going to tell their business, but all I'm saying is the vision that they had for themselves is probably not how they're currently living. Okay, I, I know that for a fact. Okay. So to answer your question, no. Nobody did. None. Nobody came with me. I had to get rich all by my lonesome. Isn't that sad? Hey, Wes, when you were immersed in self-development, at what point did you realize you were changing? Every single time I was listening to those tapes, I was changing. Suppose you have a friend that have your same goals that are serious about doing this, the mindset work. Should you not tell them your goals? All right, so let's talk about the friends. You know, let's talk about this. I love that question, by the way. So the question is, what if you have a friend, right? Just like you, driven, ambitious. You send a motivating text. Good morning. How are you doing? Are you motivated? Yes, I'm motivated. Are you excited? Yes, I'm excited. Right? <laughs> you know these people. You know, you know these friends. You know, they all try to encourage each other. And that's cool. Okay? And it's admirable. Okay? So to ask your question, what should you tell them your dreams and goals? Listen. Tell them at your own risk. You have some people, they'll be like, yeah, man, I believe, yeah, we believe the same thing together. And they'll support you. And they'll believe in you. But some people that you think are just like you, you know, you think they're all excited and motivated and want to make a ton of money and they want business, they want to succeed. But as soon, listen, as soon as you have a goal that is out of their reach, they're going to, oh, whoa, 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 bro, 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 bro. Okay, I want to make a million, but man, that 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 goal, that's that's a little bit too much. I, I, I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you a real life example that happened to me. So I remember meeting this guy online. He was making a lot of money. And I was reaching out to him over and over again. He finally gave me an opportunity to write a blog post for him. I wrote a blog post. It did very well. I'm a good copywriter. I know how to write words in a way. Just like I'm a great speaker. I know how to speak and write. Right? They coincide together. I just know how to get people to do what I want them to do or how to feel certain things through my writing and my conversation as well. Okay? I'm really good at that. So I did it for him. He liked it. It was exciting. So one day I met him. There was having an event in San Diego, San Diego, San Diego, right? And uh, I remember I was in my bed and he, I texted him arbitrarily one day on one night. I said, hey, man, how you been? He said, I'm doing well, man. I'm in San Diego. Where you at? I said, you're in San Diego? What's happening there? All oh, they having a convention. They're having an internet, blah, blah, blah. You should be here. Boom, I booked a flight that night. True story. I booked the flight that like I, I booked the flight that night, and I left the morning. And I got there. And I met the guy the first. I met him for the first time, and this was the guy that he was. He was probably the only guy that actually replied to my email as a millionaire, right? Because nobody was responding to my emails. I was emailing people, "Hey, can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me?" But this was the only guy that actually, you know, helped me out a little bit. Um, he let me write a blog post for him. And I remember having a conversation with him. At that time, I'm making no money at all. And we were at a fitness conference for personal trainers who wanted to take their business online. Right? This was in the beginning. This is when a lot of trainers were starting to 
virtualize their businesses. And I remember talking to my boy, right? And I said, he said, how's things going, Wes? I said, man, things going. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man, that I'm going to make $5,000 per day, man. I'm going to make $5,000 per day every day. Now, he was making about $100,000 a month. And I told him, I said, man, I'm going to make $5,000. Because that was like my goal. That was like my dream. I was just saying it every day. I wrote it everywhere. And I was like, I'm going to make $5,000 a day. I'm making no money at all. And let me tell you what he said. True story. Now, obviously, he's rich. He's already, you know, successful. And he said, Wes, that's cool, but maybe you should chunk it down a bit. I mean, you're not even making a thousand a month, and you're talking about a five thousand a day. You know, maybe you want to chunk it down a bit. You know, just to you know make some money first before you start having these huge goals. And I also told myself I'm gonna be number one on ClickBank. ClickBank is an affiliate marketplace online where people sell and buy products and promote them. And I said, I'm going to be number one. He said, oh, Wes, 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 Wes. Chunk it down a bit, bro. I get it, I get it, Wes. I get it, I get it. And basically what he was doing was just kind of downplaying what I was saying. And I said, look at me. I swear to God I said this. His name was Tyler. I said, Tyler, look at me. I am going to earn 5000 dollars every fucking day. You hear me? I'm going to do it. I'm going to show you. As a matter of fact, when I do it, me and you going to have a conversation. Let me tell you what happened. Three years, four years later, I did it. Well, I made more than that. And I'll never forget the day when Tyler sent me an email and we did an interview. I think the interview is still online somewhere too. And he said, Wes, you told me at that seminar what you were going to do. And I'm shocked, bro, you did it. Damn, you really did it. And he was shocked. And the reason why I tell you that story, because, listen, when you tell somebody that's just like you, you know, they motivated, they hyped up. They want to make money. You want to believe in each other. The issue is when you have a dream that's bigger than their dream or you have a possibility. Because everything is possibilities, right? And there are infinite possibilities that can happen on the planet. Anything. It's just based off your belief if it will actually happen. And sometimes people have bigger possibilities than others. And say if both of you want to make a ton of money and both of you want to be in business, but... See, if your possibility is a little bit larger than that person's possibility, then that person may say, oh, man, you know, hey, relax a little bit, right? So I would suggest just keep it to yourself, okay? Keep it to yourself, right? Just keep it to yourself, all right? Talk about it when they see you pull up in the Lambo. Talk about it when they see your passports getting stamps every month. Talk about it when you sign the lease to your first penthouse. Okay? 
Talk about it when you retire your parents. How many hours did or do you sleep per night? I don't know. Maybe four or five hours, maybe. Okay. What's next? Can you talk about alpha male? How did you practice that? Um, oh, being an alpha male is not a practice. I don't think you have to practice. You just got to be. And it all depends on how you define what an alpha male is. Everybody has their own definition of what an alpha male is. Right? So I'll give you my definition or I'll give you some of the characteristics of an alpha man. All right? Let's talk to my guys here. You guys asked the question here. So I'm going to tell you, now me, I'm a sigma male, you know, by definition. But I have characteristics of an alpha male too. Whatever. But let me just talk about it. I think I'm going to invent something myself. I'm going to call, I'm going to. I'm going to give all this a new name, and that's going to be me, you know. Um, so an alpha or even a sigma is a person that could be by themselves. And not only they can be by themselves alone, they actually enjoy being alone. Okay? And the reason why they enjoy being alone because they realize that they're different. Okay? Makes sense? They just realize they're kind of different than everybody else. And they're okay with this. But they enjoy their time. Two, alpha males are even sigma males. They're just quiet. You ever met a guy that has this quiet confidence, ladies? You know, he don't talk too much when you're around him or when he's in circles or when you see him at parties and at the club. He just has this quiet confidence about him. Right. Quiet, like don't need to talk all the time, just quiet. And when he does talk or does speak, he says something very profound. Like He doesn't speak unless it's something prolific for him or something that's very profound. Another characteristic of an alpha or sigma male is they don't complain about nothing. Especially women. They don't complain about women, man. They don't complain about money. They don't complain about problems. They just don't do it. Okay? Alpha males, they are very committed to their goals and dreams. Alphas understand that the dream is always going to be number one in their life. It's going to be right aligned with their purpose. And that purpose, which is apart from their woman, it's apart from their children, it's apart from their wife, the purpose, the dream will always be number one for them. The alphas. Alpha men are very well-groomed individuals. They really take care of themselves. They're the guys that will get their nails done, they go get the facials, they get massages, they take care of themselves physically. They work out relentlessly. They love working out. Like they just make their body like a body of art. They love it. They enjoy the process of perfecting themselves daily. Alpha men, they realize that they have to educate themselves. So they love to educate themselves. They like learning. They love reading. Because they just like to appear or be knowledgeable about, you know, a paragon of topics. Alpha men exudes confidence. 
And to be confident, all that means is you have to be competent, right? Which goes back to knowledge and education. Got to educate yourself, right? How about something? Because that gives you confidence when you have the knowledge. Knowledge is the precursor to experience. Alpha men, they never make excuses. Never. They take responsibility of everything. They never blame other people for anything that takes place in their life. Even if you can't blame somebody else, they don't blame other people. They just say, it's something that I could have done to avoid this. It's something that I can do to make this better. They just take full responsibility, period. And it doesn't matter. You know, it's like a, a guy that's always blaming his baby mama because the baby mama treating him like shit. Oh, well, she always treats me She always, she always. Yeah, that's a beta. Alpha men, they don't do that. They don't complain. Alpha and sigma men, they typically are very neutral people, like stoics. Like, they don't cry. I'm not saying that we are emotionalist people, but even if we show emo emotion, it's selective. Like we choose to be a certain way or we choose to feel a certain way because it's more strategic, if that makes sense. It's very strategic, right? We just don't feel a certain way because it was an uncontrollable feeling. Now, of course, if a mama, a daddy died, that's different. But just the everyday way of life, if we feel any type of emotion, it's strategic, right? Especially an emotion that's sad or angry, it's all strategic, okay? Which means that we can switch very quickly here. We don't stay something that's called the, emo um, um, the refractory period, the emotional refractory period. And some people, they get lost in anger, they get lost in sadness, they get lost in disappointment, they just get lost there, they can't get out. Well, you know, alphas and segments, we, we don't get lost there. We strategically put ourselves in a certain state just to um, extract a result, if that makes sense to you. Okay. So, yeah, you don't need to practice being an alpha. If you're not an alpha now, well, you need to get around an alpha. That's the fastest way to be an alpha. You just got to get around alphas. But the problem with betas, like even people that ask that question, that's a beta, right? Because alpha would never ask that question, first of all. Uh, he would never say, hey, you know, how to become an alpha or, you know, what is the characteristic of an alpha? Um, if you're a beta man, which is just a little bit, you know, you're a little weaker, you're a little more sensitive, you're delusional, you're just unaware you lack metacognition. Listen, just get around alpha, man. But the issue with betas getting around alphas, alphas intimidates the betas. And the betas usually can't take it because it's just too much. Right? So you have to be willing to allow the alpha to shape you and mold you. Right? Like my dad was an alpha, so it was just normal for me to be this way, right? Just it's in my blood, right? <clears throat> Does that make sense? Any more questions for me here? But I I'll tell you this, that 
Men. Like if I was a beta, I would do whatever, like honestly, I, I would diminish my ego and I would get around alpha men and I would just compel myself to be molded. Because being a beta, it's just, it's a, it's a terrible thing, in my opinion. Because beta men, they lose out on so much. Oh, God, beta men. I mean, beta men, they, they get just brutalized by women. You know, when I say brutalized, just emotionally just scarred, man. Because they just don't have a clue. Beta men are the men that's just so nice all the time. It's nothing wrong with being a nice gentleman, but... Listen, you know, women, they want you to be nice, but they need to feel that dog in your ass, too. They need to feel that dog, you know what I mean? When you need to turn it on, you need to have that. Uh, you just can't be nice all the time. And I get it. Sometimes it's confusing for beta men. Like, I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. I did everything she wanted me to do. I, I, I said yes to everything. That was the problem. You said yes to everything. You did everything she wanted you to do. You can't do that. Got to put women in check sometime. And I, and I get it. You know, men... They have a hard time trying to distinguish when they should do that because they didn't. It wasn't raised that way. So those type of men have a very difficult time um, being that type of person. But man, let me tell you something. We all got the dog in us. I mean, it exists. Sometimes you have to ignite it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's in you, right? But then you have to learn how to regulate it as well. But um, yeah, and you don't want to be a pushover, man. A lot of men these days are pushovers when it comes to women. They allow women just to, just to take their emotions and just play basketball with it, man. Just bounce it around, throw it around, pass it around, right? So <clears throat> what I would tell you, man, if you want to become a powerful man, an alpha, a sigma, separate yourself from the things that make you weak. Like women, separate from women for morale. If you have any addictions like drugs, um, like using alpha men, they don't smoke or drink a lot. It's just don't because they really care a lot. They're almost like narcissists because they care so much about themselves. Like alpha men, they love themselves. I mean, they absolutely adore themselves. And you can feel that when you're around them. They just adore themselves, okay? A lot. <clears throat> so they typically don't have many vices, you know, addictions and smoking and vaping. They don't want to consume that stuff because it's debilitating to the body, right? And they love themselves, so why would they do it, right? <clears throat> so for all my beta men, what I would tell you is separate from the things that make you weak. Like women, obviously, they make you weak, right? You feel very seduced by them. You get around them, you feel that you can't control yourself. I get it. Well, separate, you know, separate for a while, for like a year. And addictions, you know, do your best to refute, to repudiate all addictions as well. And read. Remember, everything that you want to learn is, is hidden in somebody's book. So just read. That's, it. That's what I did. I just read. I still read today. Read. Okay. So many books on the shelves. It would teach you how to be like one book you should read for all my men that are a bit beta, my weaker men. Read the book, The Way of a Superior Man. Okay, read that book. 
by David Deity. The Way of a Superior Man. It's a great book. Read it a few times. Okay? Read it a few times. And for all my beta men, get a purpose. You know, get a purpose, folks. Get a purpose in life. It's important. Make some money. Go to the gym. Work out. Like, sculpt your body. Make your body very attractive. You know, alpha. Alpha men, that's what they do. They, they go work out because they want to make themselves very attractive. Right? Because being a very attractive man makes it easy to acquire women. I mean, it's obvious, right? Alpha men are smart. They know what to do to get what they want. It's basic stuff. Okay? Yeah, Amanda. Any more questions for me here, folks? Did you get value here today? Any more questions here? Where's all my beta men? How many beta men we have on here tonight? I'm just kidding. You guys don't have to raise your hand. Wes, do you have Audible? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Would you consider using Twitter, King Wes? I will consider, but not at the current moment. Hey, Bunny, how are you? Any more questions for me? Ladies, any questions for the king? Ladies, any questions for Daddy Wes? By the way, ladies, just want you to know something. <clears throat> you can refer to me as King or Daddy West, okay? Ladies only. Does that make sense, ladies? Does that make... Do I have understanding? You refer to me as Daddy West when you ask me a question below. See what I just did there, guys? That's something what an alpha would do, right? Because some women may be turned off about that. But see, alpha, man, we don't, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> so you have to start not, not caring too much, right? It's called, it's called being unapologetically yourself, right? <laughs> Some of you men wouldn't do that. You wouldn't say, I want all women to call me Daddy West. Because I'm Daddy. I mean, I am Daddy. Every, every woman that's around, they know I'm Daddy. Period. Right? And if I want you to call me Daddy West, that's what you should call me. If you don't want to call me Daddy West, you can get the fuck off my life. See what I did? That's an alpha move right there, right? <clears throat> but I know some of you men, you're afraid of women. You're afraid of yourself. See? See the comments below? Yes, Daddy West. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. You know, some of these women that's on my rant, like, I'm I'm like their real daddy. You know, not even daddy in a sexual way. Like, some women on here right now, I'm going to be very honest with you, some women wish they had a daddy like me, okay, growing up. And some women right now wish that maybe I can take that role right now of being their dad, even though they are an adult now. I'm the type of man that a woman will listen to. I'm the type of man that a woman will relax in my masculinity and she will be submissive. She will be obsequious and she would just let me lead. I'm that type of man. Look at the comments below. You'll see. Some women will agree and some women will agree. Okay. But most will. What are your five characteristics men look for in women? What are five that men look in women? Well, it depends on type of a type of man you're talking about and what type of woman you're talking about, Constance. Right? It's so many different late well, not just layers, but so many different distinctions are 
variety of women and men. Right? You got thotty hottie, you got thotty type women. You got women that are just humble and meek and submissive. You have some women that are powerful and have. So I need you to kind of break it down for me. Unless you were just asking me what I look for in a woman. But if you want me to be general, I need you to kind of break it down for me and just categorize it for me. Okay. Yeah, and listen, for all you women that didn't have a daddy growing up, I'll be your daddy. I have no problem being your father. Absolutely. Because I know some of your fathers, they didn't do a good job. Some of the fathers were never there. And I'm and listen, I, I am okay with being your daddy, okay? I'm okay with advising you, helping you, educating you, 100%, if you want to look. And I will respect uh, um, you by all means, and I, I take what I do. I take what I do very seriously here as well. And it's okay. It's not a big deal, folks. It's not a big deal. I'm here to help. Somebody asked about a book about having a chameleon mind. What's the name of it? I don't know what that book is. Tish, I have no clue. Questions for me here, folks. Talk to me. Uh, let me see here. Let me see here. And for all the women that do not want to call me daddy, just call me King Wes. It's fine. I'll take that title. What's next here? Any more questions for me before I let you go here? Tell us about you. What do you look for in a woman? You know, it's very simple. I'm a very simple man. You know, sometimes women, they think that I want to be with these extremely exotic BBL, big old boobs, plastic surgery, makeup type woman. Honestly, I'm a very simple man. I like a, I like my woman short. I like my woman to smell good. I like my woman to have great skin. I like my woman to have some type of exercise routine. You don't have to be so advanced like myself, but some type of exercise routine. I like my woman to have nice, straight, pretty teeth. Um, I would like her to be nurturing. I would like her to be kind. I would like her to be soft. I would like, like for her to be obsequious and submissive, catering to all my needs. I would like a woman that supports my dreams. I would like a woman that believes what I teach. I want her to be my biggest fan. And I need to feel that she's my biggest fan. I want a woman that can totally surrender to me. I mean, totally capitulate to me. I like a woman that can be very vulnerable around me. I don't want a woman that's trying to test me. I don't want a woman like, well, I don't want to show everything. Those women are immature in my opinion. I don't want to be with that woman. I want a woman that's to say, West, this is all of me. You either take it or leave it. This is just who I am. I love those type of women. I prefer women that don't wear a bunch of makeup. I don't know. It's something about the natural beauty of a woman. And I get it. You know, sometimes women want to put a little makeup, but not too much, right? But it's nothing like kissing the face of a woman that has no makeup. 
and just have that beautiful angel face. Oh my God. It's nothing like it, right? So yeah. Shit. Gave you the, the brevity of it. Okay. What's next? Uh, what's next, folks? <laughs> Someone say, yes, love, I'm here. Yeah, so I'm a very simple man, even though I can be, you know, I I guess I get it. Some people say I can be very intimidating, you know, because um, I guess because I have a big personality or because at times I could be very godlike. Just, just being around me, um, you can just feel my vib- my vibration, my energy, and I get it. Um, but honestly, man, I just I like simple women, man. Honestly, I mean, you got to be cute. Don't, don't don't get it twisted, okay? I like cute women, okay? And cute and pretty is very relative. So the eye, the the cuteness is in the eye of the beholder, but. I just like simple, kind women. Like, I like kind women. Just just kind. Because my mom is a very kind woman. You know? So I just, I just, I've been around that. I just like kind women. Just very nice. Right? And I know when I meet them. They're very easy to find, too. How do you completely align with your desire? That takes practice, my guy. King's right takes practice, man. Um, you know, writing down your goals, writing down your dreams, writing them as if you're achieving them, stating your affirmations, working like a crazy person every single day. It takes time. <sighs> Someone said I'm a nurturing man. I am a nurturing man. I'm very... You know, one thing about myself, if you guys want to know more about me, I have different sides of Wesley Virgin. I can be very aggressive. I can be compassionate. I can be nurturing. I can be kind. I can be savage. I can be ruthless. Right? (laughs) It's different. It's different layers to me, and I choose to demonstrate that layer based off the situation on who I'm dealing with. But me, I'm a very kind man, very compassionate man, very loving man. Any woman that's ever dated me, they will say the same. Very loving, very kind, right? Some might say I'm an asshole a little bit, but they love it. You know, they love the asshole. I mean, (laughs) like I'm a kind asshole, right? So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me, folks. Yeah, I'm very unpredictable. Fortunately, I am. And, I, you know, I don't do it on purpose. It's just how I am. You know, I'm just unpredictable. But I'm very predictable when it comes to being a provider. Like, if I'm dealing with a certain woman, if I have a certain woman in my life, um, I'm going to take care of her. I mean, when if something's wrong, I'm going to fix it. I am a fixer. I'll tell you that. I am... A fixture. Okay. Some people say that's my flaws because I try to fix one. But, you know, I'm here to, if I like you, and regardless of the situation that you're in, and almost every woman is in some type of 
weird situation, financial situation, whatever situation, whatever. Uh, I'm gonna fix it. <laughs> I'm gonna fix it 100%. Because I'm a provider by nature. Okay, so I'm very predictable in that regard. Okay, do you bleach your teeth? Uh, maybe like once a year. But my trick to white teeth, folks, is nothing but baking soda and um, <clears throat> Army Hammer toothpaste. And every once in a while, I do the strips. That's it. And I just don't drink, you know, soda water, pop, and I don't drink alcohol, just water and juices, fresh juice. Did you get angry or ever go off on people anymore? What do you do when if someone gets you heated? Um, I guess the only time I get heated is when with my employees sometimes. <laughs> That's about it. But, uh, yeah, people don't really get me heated, honestly. Are you a Capricorn, King West? I am. That's what they say. January 16th is my birth date, so I guess I am a Capricorn. Whatever that means, right? I don't believe in all those um, astrological signs, honestly. Anderson, how are you, sir? Uh, let me see here. I thought you're a pretty cool guy. You did get this intense look when I asked you a question, like paying real attention. Oh, Lucas. Yeah, I met Lucas. I forgot. Lucas, how did I meet you? You were at my apartment. What were you doing? Can't remember, but yeah, I did meet Lucas. He was at my building here. Hey, Jessica, how are you? Uh, what's next here? Any more questions for me here? Any questions for me? All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and let you go. Thank you for joining me here tonight. Thank you for the shares and likes. Remember, you can get access to this podcast on Google. Type in, go to Google and just type in Wesley Virgin Billion, Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast. And we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can listen on your iPhone, Android as well. And thank you for joining me. I'll be here tomorrow as well. Oh. Uh, um, I'll be um, I'll be here tomorrow. So always, if you want me to talk about a particular topic, just send me a DM. I typically scan through my DMs um, a few times a day, so I'll be able to see your topic. Say much love. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your dreams. And remember, in life, you don't get what you want. You get what you picture. Much love, and let's go.